Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Tuesday, May 11th, and this episode is brought to you by the Crosscheck Podcast. It's a new podcast on the Locked On Network, hosted by Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark, and they go deeper into NHL stories more than any other podcast, with the help of the smartest minds in the game. Follow Crosscheck Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Today on our show, we are going to talk about last night's uh, victory over the New York Islanders and what it means for Boston's playoff seating. Before we do that, let me remind you to please hit that subscribe button if you have not already. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you could also rate and review, that would be very much appreciated. If you're on Twitter, you can find the podcast at LOBostonBruins. On Instagram, we're at LockedOnBruins. And you can find me and my hockey tweets and dad jokes at Ian C. McLaren. Uh, Same on Instagram, actually. Now, one month ago today, the Bruins were defeated 8-1 by the Washington Capitals in a game where they were without many of their top defensemen, both their goaltenders, and just looked very, uh, you know, beatable, obviously, and things looked pretty bleak. The next day, General Manager Don Sweeney went out and secured Taylor Hall, Curtis Lazar, and Mike Riley. There was some question in some people's mind about Taylor Hall, uh, his confidence levels in Buffalo, whether or not he could be an effective player, and boy oh boy has he turned out to be everything that I had hoped for, and he came up big on Monday night with two goals, including a thrilling overtime game winner against the New York Islanders, Uh, and he, after the game, said it's been 16 games probably some of the most enjoyable hockey he's ever played in his career, and he really hopes there's more to come. Uh, With Bruins history and the aura around the team, it's been a lot of fun to play for. He's loved his time in Boston. The city's amazing, he said. Just walking around, the energy in the area for this team in general has really been fun to be part of. Now, when he says, I really hope there's more to come, there obviously is as the team gets ready for a playoff run here. But as an unrestricted free agent, uh, the hope is that both he and the Bruins will be able to come to an agreement on a contract extension uh, because he really does seem (laughs) to thrive here in the black and gold. He said it's been a good transition for him. There's really good leadership in the room. There's a way the Bruins play. He always felt like it was a style of play that he could come and uh, play well in and perform well. He feels he's had a positive impact, of course. It's important to him personally on an individual level to try and maintain that impact in the playoffs because that is the goal here. The Bruins' victory over the Islanders solidified the third seed in the East Division and secure them a first-round matchup against the Washington Capitals, which will begin Saturday in Washington. I believe it's a 7-15 scheduled start. 
Obviously, the playoffs, winning in the playoffs is something that you can't really replicate in the regular season, and that's what the team has been building for, Hall said. He has helped the Bruins to a 12-3-1 record since the trade deadline. Whatever you've done in the regular season, he said, it kind of goes out the window. It's time to perform and play well and ultimately help your team win in the playoffs. Again, in those 16 games, Hall has scored 8 goals, added 6 assists for 14 points, and he has fit in beautifully with David Krejci and Craig Smith on Boston's second line. Remember, he only had 2 goals in, I believe, 37 games with the Buffalo Sabres prior to the trade deadline. Confidence is such a big thing in sports. Hall admitted when you have it, you don't really know you have it. When you don't have it, it's certainly apparent. He said he can't really say what the turning point was, but when he watches a guy like Marchand play and the things he does out there, that was a really great thing for him to be able to watch him play and learn from him. You can kind of see similar styles in their games. They're both incredibly strong on the puck, both um, dedicated to strong play at both ends of the ice. That's, uh, like I said, certainly something that has jumped out to me about Taylor Hall, uh, his willingness to play uh, strong without the puck. And, you know, he said, to see how hard Marchand is on pucks, to see how many times he gives a second effort to get a puck back or make a play on D or on offense, he's been a guy the whole roster feeds off. He's obviously the Bruins' most valuable player this season. He's arguably a Hart Trophy uh, candidate, finalist, I'd say. For Hall to see how Marchand plays, he knows he can play a similar style. It's almost like you watch someone do it, and then you're like, okay, I can do that. And playing with Krejci and Craig Smith, right off the bat, there was a lot of chemistry there, and that helped. Uh, That goals went in to start his time here, so that's where the confidence started to pick up as well. Hall said when he first arrived, he didn't really know who he'd play with. There wasn't really any conversation about that. But when he stepped on the ice with Krejci, he could see his playmaking ability. He's done it for so long. Speaking to people you know around hockey, they told Hall that if Krejci has some line mates he really likes playing with, like uh, Hall noted Milan Lucic, Nathan Horton back in the day, Uh, He's comfortable and he's playing with some players that can play with speed and pace. He's very effective. He's much more than that for Hall. He's never played with a right-handed centerman, which is interesting to note. Uh, Maybe a little bit with Sam Gagne in Edmonton, but to have a guy like Krejci that doesn't have to go to his backhand to pass you the puck when he's coming up the wall, it adds another dimension to the attack off the rush. And Craig Smith as well. They both play pretty similar styles, like to create offense in any way they can. Doesn't have to be off the rush, can be off the forecheck or in the zone, creating turnovers. Being hard to play against is something they take pride in, and they feel like they've done that, and certainly it's hard to argue uh, with that as well. Hall drew two penalties in this one even, and on one of those opportunities, he scored a goal on the ensuing power play. Bruce Cassidy said he thought he was really good tonight, and that he's a real invested player at both ends, drew a penalty, finishing plays. He's opened up a little more personality-wise as well. You could see that even on the ice with his smiles, celebration. Uh, He and McAvoy with the great celebration in overtime, uh, their arms out, giving each other hugs, and 
that tells Cassidy that he's more comfortable in the room and it shows on the ice. He's been good since he got here from day one. It really showed that last night's game, finished some nice plays. That's the Taylor Hall we were hoping to get and so far so good. Now playoffs are a different animal. Hopefully he's excited to get back in the playoffs and get going. We'll see where it leads. As a reminder, Taylor Hall has only appeared in 14 playoff games in his career. Five games as a member of the New Jersey Devils back in 2018, in which he recorded two goals and four assists for six points. I believe they lost to Tampa Bay in the first round. He then returned to the playoffs in 2020 as a member of the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, Nine games. Two goals, four assists for six points, so that gives him 12 points in 14 career playoff games, uh, certainly in line with his uh, regular season production, and hopefully he can turn it on here uh, for the Bruins, or not turn it on, keep it turned on, uh, as they get set to play against the Washington Capitals, and we'll get to that here in a moment, but before we do, Just a quick note about Wealthfront. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. They can create one of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. There's no manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. For the average client, their tax loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25 advisory fee. Best of all, it's automatic. They're trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. All you need is $500 to get started. You can grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. Just go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL and get started today. Now, like I said earlier, the Bruins will take on the Washington Capitals in the postseason for the first time since 2012. Uh, That year, the Bruins came into the playoffs as defending Stanley Cup champions and the number two seed in the East, a young Braden Holtby Went save for save with Tim Thomas. Each game decided by one goal. And the Capitals defeated the Bruins in seven games. Overtime in game seven as Joel Ward scored that game winner. It's followed by some pretty ugly racist remarks, if you recall. And um, the Bruins were defeated by the Washington Capitals that year. The last time that they met in the postseason. Bruce Cassidy said they're locked in. They're going to manage their lineup tonight. Against the Capitals, Uh, he said the Capitals are a solid team, great top six, big bodies. Their coach has been there many times. They're going to get ready to go. Their coach is, of course, Peter Laviolette, who's been to the final a couple times, won a cup uh, with the Carolina Hurricanes, playing Zdeno Chara. That will be a big storyline, but they're a team that they have played well against this year. Cassidy said they're looking forward to the matchup. It's ironic that they're playing them tonight ahead of the playoffs. But I would expect tonight's lineup to be drastically different from what we see on Saturday as a bunch of players will be given some rest in an attempt to keep guys fresh and avoid some injury uh, heading into the playoffs. Speaking of injury, very unfortunate last night that Andre Kasha suffered an upper body injury in his first game since January 16th. Uh, He was returning from a concussion that caused him to miss the vast majority of the regular season. 
He played in just 6 minutes and 49 seconds, recorded two shots on goal before leaving after the second period. Uh, He did receive a pretty big hit from Nicoletti, I believe, in the offensive zone. Didn't look like it was head contact, caught his shoulder, but again, with head injuries, uh, you never know how it can be triggered, and hopefully it's just a a shoulder injury or something like that. Um, Cassidy said he couldn't finish the game. That's never a good sign. They'll have a better feel here this morning about what the injury is all about, Uh, but you know, they were leaving for Washington last night, seeing that he wasn't able to finish the game. And with the quick turnaround, it's, uh, you know, very unlikely that that he would have been in the lineup anyways. So uh, we'll wait and see what the update is on Andre Kasha and hope for uh, the best when it comes to uh, to his health status. Obviously, his long term health is what's most important. Uh, it was great to see him back on the ice, uh, crushing to see him uh, have to leave and hopefully he'll be okay. Speaking of injuries and being able to come back from them, Bruins defenseman Kevin Miller is the Bruins 2021 Bill Masterton Memorial Trophy nominee, as selected by the Boston chapter of the Professional Hockey Writers Association. Masterton Trophy is given to the player who best exemplifies perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to hockey. Miller, of course, did not play a single game last season while recovering from serious knee injuries suffered during the 2018-19 season. Uh, That year was just limited to 39 games due to the fractured kneecap. When he played for the Bruins on January 14th, it was 651 days between NHL games. He's averaged just under 20 minutes in 27 games this season and has also recorded a goal and three assists. Uh, And so he is the Bruins nominee for this award, which should be won by Oscar Lindblom of the Philadelphia Flyers, who came back from cancer and played uh, pretty well this season for that team. Interestingly, there were a few former Bruins nominated around the league as well. David Backus in Anaheim, Milan Lucic in Calgary, uh, Phil Kessel in Arizona, and Zdeno Chara also in Washington. Uh, Some other great news announced by the Bruins yesterday. They announced the launch of the Diversity and Inclusion Scouting Mentorship Program. It aims to mentor and elevate individuals from underrepresented backgrounds to strengthen their pursuit of a career in scouting or the hockey industry at large. It will provide an opportunity to individuals who have a desire to work in the NHL scouting and hockey operations community but lack either the access or technical skills to do so. It will pair the participants with a mentor from the Bruins Hockey Operations Department for a nine-month period beginning September through May 2022. Uh, The mentees will break down film, participate in monthly virtual study sessions with their mentors, and gather for group workshops with fellow program participants and Bruins Hockey Operations staff. This is a very cool opportunity and a very great program here that the Bruins are uh, kicking off. Uh, The hockey operations group, Evan Gold and Jeremy Rogalski in particular, have done a tremendous job putting together a comprehensive program that Cam Neely said the team feels will provide tangible value and access to individuals who otherwise might not have the opportunity. They're very excited to begin the process, meet some of the individuals who could be part of the next wave of the hockey scouting community. Kim Davis, senior 
Executive Vice President of Social Impact Growth and Legislative Affairs for the NHL, said the Bruins' diversity and inclusion scouting mentorship program will make exciting contributions to hockey's future by empowering underrepresented groups to bring their talent and skills to the sport. They're proud to see the Bruins launch this initiative, which adds momentum to the movement for inclusion across the NHL, from the ice to the stands to the front office. Applicants are encouraged to apply uh, using a link through the Bruins website. So if you're interested and qualify, please do submit. That would be great to see uh, some people in the Bruins fan community get involved in that program and good on the Bruins for kicking that off. It's a definitely, definitely a great thing and will help, you know, further uh, Willie O'Ree's legacy as the first player of color in the NHL. Uh, and his number will be retired next season by the Boston Bruins. Supposed to happen this year, but it was delayed because of COVID-19. Before we get into some more news and notes from around the NHL, let me remind you that Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They have all odds and info for all your sporting needs, including baseball, basketball, hockey, even UFC, football when it's in season. Just go to your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Head to their website and sign up today to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as the Bruins prep for their run to the playoffs. Again, use promo code LOCKEDON to get your 50% welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Rock Auto is a family-owned business, and they've been serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Whether you need something for your daily drive or a classic car in your garage, you can take a look at their remarkably easy-to-navigate catalog and get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, their prices are always reliably low and the same for pros as well as do-it-yourselfers. Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Now, in other NHL playoff news, with the Bruins and Capitals being locked into their matchup, we'll also see the Penguins and the New York Islanders. A couple other matchups set as well. I believe the Carolina Hurricanes will take on the Nashville Predators, setting up a battle of Florida uh, between the Lightning and the Panthers, which should be very exciting. Uh, Connor McDavid added again on Monday night. He now is 102 points and remains 20 one clear of Leon Dreisaitl, the next highest scorer in the NHL, Brad Marchand with 69 points to sit nicely in third in that category, two ahead of Mitch Marner. Uh, Both players, I believe, have one game. Well, maybe the Leafs have a couple more. The Leafs have two games, so Marner with a chance to overtake uh, Marchand in that category, but uh, very nice to see him 
alone in third at the moment with those 69 points. Now, one of the big stories in the NHL on Monday was Jack Eichel and his postseason availability with the media. He had some very interesting things to say. He said he's been a bit upset about the way things have been handled since he's been hurt. I'd be lying to say things have moved smoothly since my injury, he said. So yeah, there's been a bit of a disconnect from the organization a bit and myself. It's been tough at times, but right now for me, I think the most important thing is just trying to get healthy and figure out a way to be available to play hockey next season wherever that might be, which is very key there. He said he would like to have had surgery, but indicated he and the Sabres were not on the same page, which is uh, concerning to say the least. If a player wants to have surgery, the team's saying uh, they're advising against it or he shouldn't. Uh, That uh, really should be up to the player in that uh, instance. Again, saying uh, he's preparing to play hockey wherever that might be, again, really says a lot there about his desire to remain a member of the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, He said, my number one interest and my number one goal is Jack Eichel. You've got to look after yourself. You've got to look after what you think is best for yourself. The organization has a similar job to do, but it's to look after what's best for the Buffalo Sabres. I've got to do what is best for me. I'm only going to play hockey for so long. I'm 24 years old. Hopefully I have many more years in this amazing game left, but I've got to take care of myself. He missed a bunch of the season with a herniated disc in his neck. And again, looks like he wanted to have some surgery, but the uh, Sabres advised him against it. I'm not really sure exactly how that worked, but there was a disconnect there. Uh, Jack Eichel, of course, has a pretty big ticket contract, but his no movement clause doesn't kick in till 2022-23, meaning the Sabres can trade him pretty much anywhere at the moment, $10 million per year over the next five seasons. And I know, you know, there's a lot of uh, appetite in Boston for him to be in black and gold. Fluto Shinzawa of The Athletic Again, reporting that the conversation would begin with Charlie McAvoy or David Pasternak, and there would be additional pieces required on top of one of those guys to make the deal happen. So that's pretty much a hard pass for me. That will be a big storyline, of course, through the offseason. The big teams that could make a pitch for him, excuse me, are the New York Rangers and the Los Angeles Kings. My prediction is that he goes to the Kings, seeing as um, it probably wouldn't be the best idea to trade him in conference, in state, and uh, they might best be served getting him as far away from Buffalo as possible. The Kings certainly have the assets to get a deal done uh, with one of the best prospect groups in the NHL. Whether or not they want to make a trade like that, uh, is another question. Probably begin with Quentin Byfield, uh, who was the number two overall pick last year. Uh, so we'll see what becomes of Jack Eichel. Sam Reinhart as well uh, doesn't seem to be too keen on remaining with the Buffalo Sabres. He is a restricted free agent, 
and uh, that could end up in a, a trade scenario as well. He would perhaps be a better fit for the Bruins and more attainable, uh, but we'll see what happens there. So that is a huge story, again, to keep an eye on, and uh, we'll see we'll see what happens with Eichel in Buffalo. That's uh, pretty much it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Again, the Bruins clinch third, and they'll play in Washington tonight against the Capitals team that they will meet in the first round of the playoffs. I would expect both teams to treat it more as an exhibition game with um, very patchwork rosters and um, wouldn't read too much into tonight's result. Um, and then getting ready for Saturday's game one. Again, it'll be 7-15. We'll preview that throughout the rest of the week, uh, tee up that playoff series. And uh, I, for one, am very excited about the Bruins in the playoffs. Unfortunate that Kasha was injured. Uh, the lineup that they had in there with a healthy Charlie Coyle would have been pretty amazing. Uh, but, you know, they still have the pieces to get it done as they have all season. And the top two lines uh, look as good as any around the league at the moment, which is encouraging to Karask. Uh, anyways, getting ahead of myself. We'll get into that uh, as the week goes on. I hope you're all having a great Tuesday and that you're taking care of yourselves, taking care of each other. We'll be back tomorrow to wrap up tonight's game against the Capitals and begin our look ahead at the playoffs. Thanks uh, so much for tuning in, friends. Talk to you again tomorrow. Have a good one.